Hey guys, what is up? Donald here with Blue Collar DIY. Uh, my first podcast. I'm not a big podcast person. Um, there are some I listen to, but not regularly. I'm, I'm usually busy. I don't walk around, walk around, work with earphones in and stuff like that. So, but I... People kept asking me if I was going to do a podcast. So here it is. Um, probably, I love this business. I love small business. So eventually, this may be uh, a more of a business podcast for you, you people that are in the handyman or home inspection business. Yes, I am a home inspector. I've been one for 19 years. So, um, I like to help people succeed. If you followed my YouTube channel, um, you'll, you'll know that. So, um, anyway, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about today. I guess uh, someone, someone wanted to know my backstory, how I got into being a handyman. And um, I've been a handyman on and off for over 20 years. Um, uh, excuse me, I'm trying, my, still got back problems, I'm still trying to get comfortable here. So, um, mm, basically, you know, it just come down to people, you know, would ask me if, um, hey, can you fix this, can you fix that? Um, man, I've been, you know, my dad was very mechanically inclined, more so than I am. He, he, he was in the drilling business. He, uh, he, uh, he started, you know, as a helper, worked his way up to a driller, eventually owned his own drilling company. Uh, and he would go to, he could take a piece of equipment apart and put it back together. And it just blows my mind. Uh, and I'd say, hey, Dad, um, how do you know how to take that apart and put it back together? He goes, well, you just take it apart, find the bad part, replace it, and put it back in reverse order. That and truly, that was the way he thought, and I've tried that, and now it, <laughs> it didn't work that way every time for him because uh, you know there was a few times that uh, things happened and um, didn't go right, you know. Um, and I think we've all been there. Um, I, I certainly know I've, I've had that, but people would ask me to come over and do this, and, and friends and family, I felt bad charging them. Um, because you know, when I grew way right way I grew up, you helped your friends and family. It's just the way it was. Um, you know, even non-friends and family, elderly, uh, shut-ins. Uh, that's what you did as a human. You helped them. You know, and, and I see see we're getting away from that, or have been for a while in this um, in this world. So um, I'm not going to chase that squirrel today. So, but anyway, probably the mo most uh, recent one was, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, well, when I started the home inspection business um, back in 2000, there was a time when, uh, you know, getting started, the inspections just didn't come rolling in. And my wife was working. And I'd quit my job to finish home inspection uh, courses I needed to take the state te test in Texas. Uh, 
So there wasn't, I wasn't bringing in no income. She was, we had just bought a house and five acres in Texas, uh, right outside Houston. And, um, you know, the, the, the mortgage company and the insurance company and the utilities, they don't care if you're trying to start a business. They want their money every month. So, um, you know, I put it out there. Hey, I, I can help fix your house, uh, stuff like that. And calls came in. Probably the first one I remember doing. Lady called. She 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 was doing. She's one of these people that did little things around her house as she had money. And she wanted new trim around her bathroom door. And she went to Home Depot or or uh, Lowe's, someplace, and had bought one of these uh, trim kits. Um, you know, comes with the coins on the quarter, uh, uh, corners and stuff like that. And she wanted me to install that. She had a exhaust uh, fan in her bathroom that did not work anymore. She wanted that uh, replaced. Um, the funny thing is there, she bought the little cheap fan, but she had one of the older fans that had the heater and stuff in it. So um, the little fan did fit and actually did the little plug-in work. But the thing is, we had too much space in the ceiling. And so I had to... You know, I wanted to sheetrock it. She didn't want to pay for that. Long story short, I moved it to one side and we used up. She had some trim. She wanted a uh, baseboard she wanted to use around it. It looked awful, but she was happy with it. Um, she she just wanted a fan in her bathroom blowout. So I did that, did trim. She had some, I think, something else. There's a couple other little things I did for her. And, you know, um, and then, you know, went on to the next one. I can't remember what the next job was. Um, the investor contacted me about, uh, he had really, uh, rental people that lived in there several years, had a bunch of drywall work and stuff like that needed done. So I took that. Well, as my home inspection business started picking up, then I did less of the handyman stuff, and I, I missed that. And then, then some agents found out that I also did handyman work, and they would call me on homes to do the uh, home inspection list. And I like those because it's something different almost every time. And unfortunately, if you've worked with a lot of realtors, some of them don't pay the m most. You know, they they uh, what it is. Most homes have a five hundred dollar allowance. They want you to stay under at five. They give you a thirteen list of thirteen items they want fixed, and and they want to stay under that uh, five hundred dollar limit. And it just doesn't always happen. It rarely happens. And anything over that, then then the seller has to go ahead and pay that too, in addition, or the buyer if they want it fixed. And uh, then that leads to more negotiations. Realtors don't like to negotiate. They just like to cash those uh, commission checks. So anyway, that's pretty much how I got into it. Um, uh, last five years or so, I've done less home inspections and more handyman work. I like that work. Um, I like home inspections. I hate writing reports. And I'm not one of these guys that can do it on the spot. I believe in writing very thorough, detailed reports. The inspection might take three to four hours. The The report would take me anywhere three to six hours. And so 
when I was in Texas doing two a day, I'd get home eight, nine o'clock at night, eat, go to bed, get up at 4.35, start writing reports, try to get the reports out. Um, and my time was just, um, you know, just ate up with report writing. And I just could not bring myself to cheapen my reports. And that's one thing I was known for. And when I moved up here to Oklahoma, I said, okay, no more than one a day. And I still found myself all day long doing the inspection in the morning, writing the report in the afternoon. I just hated it. You know, with handyman work, pretty much when I leave the site, I'm done. Done for the day. Even if I have to go back the next day, I'm done for the day. So, anyway, that's how I got into the handyman business. And um, it's just, you know, uh, fairly rewarding. And uh, I've always liked to work with my hands. Now, the other side that a lot of people don't know about me is the part of business I love the most is marketing. Um, I love marketing. I've built websites since the late 90s. I've been affiliate marketer, and um, I love marketing. Um, traditionally, in, in the home inspection field, what the classes would tell you is the only way you're going to get uh, home inspections is market realtors. And that's what they told me You know, when I was in Texas going through through uh, my uh, home inspection school back in 2000. Oh, the only way you'll get, get uh, inspections is, is by marketing to agents. Well, I proved them wrong for, for almost 10 years. Uh, I, I started out like that. You know, I took the flyers down to the real estate offices. I, uh, I did everything that the school taught me to do. But what they don't tell you is most agents, especially established agents, they already have their favorite home inspector. And, and if they work in an agency that tells them to give three home inspectors, uh, home inspection companies for liability reasons, they already have their three home inspectors they prefer. So you may pick up new and new uh, real estate agents, but they don't sell very many homes. So, uh, you know, it's a kind of a catch 22 there for a while. Well, this was first back in 2000, um, I, in the 2000, early 2001, when I finally got my license and the internet was still kind of young and I had been making websites for a couple years at that time. And so I built my site um, and I just learned how to market it. And pretty soon, I, I think I got one inspection initially from my flyers that I was, <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, let me tell you about this one. Uh, I had taken around, uh, my theory was, look, I was on the north east side of Houston and I figured, you know, if I hit all the the rural real estate offices, then maybe I got a better chance than, uh, you know, in town at the big agencies where everybody and their brother's taking flyers. So that's what I did. Well, um, the funny thing is about really at the end of the road uh, where we live, uh, one day me and my wife seen them uh, 
this old rickety house for sale. And I joked, and, and I said, wouldn't that be funny if that was my first home inspection? Someone called on that house. I said, it's it's a quarter mile from where we live. We, we laughed, we laughed. Two days later, I got a call. They gave me the address. Oh, man, that sounds familiar. And, I, and they started describing the house. I said, oh, are you up by so-and-so store? He goes, yeah, right across. I said, oh, wow, you're a quarter mile from where I live. And it was that same house. And when I told my uh, wife, we, we laughed. And it was uh, from a, uh, I got referred from the um, broker there in that little town. And he had referred his client. His client was, I don't want to offend nobody here. I, I really don't care. But let's just say he was not an educated person. He was a hardworking man. Probably the biggest purchase he'd ever made in his life. He was very excited about it. He didn't understand what home inspection was. All he knows, or all he knew was his broker said he had to have one. And the house was a piece of junk. It, it, it could have been falling down on our heads. He was going to buy the house. I, I, I knew enough even at that point to read people. This is all he could afford, and he was happy to get it. And no matter what I told him, he was going to buy that house. But I did the very best inspection I could. I tried to warn him on the safety things. And then when I took that agent, because uh, I said, what do you want me? I said, where do you want me to send the report? I said, it's going to take me about, you know, 24 to 48 hours to write it. He goes, I just, my agent said, give it to him. I said, okay. So I did. I took it in town, dropped it off, folder, and it was about 30 pages. And I thought that agent was going to freaking faint. He looked at me and goes, uh, okay, Mr. Lawson. Um, well, if I need you again, I'll give you a call. And I, and I could read him. I thought right there, something's wrong. I, I did my very best. Why isn't this guy all excited? Well, you stay in the business long enough, you know that he was not happy with that big report. Most agents aren't. They want the quick, easy, on the spot, uh, what we call drive-by reports. So anyway, that, that, that taught me a lesson there. And uh, over the years, uh, well, it was only... A, maybe six months after that, after I built my website and got and started marketing that it really took off. So that's pretty much how I got started. I, I always fixed homes on the side. Um, and like, like I say, the last five or six years, I've been spending more time as a handyman or home improvement contractor. Um, that's a subject for another podcast. Do you call yourself handyman or a home improvement contractor? Um, there's pros and cons to both. So anyway, um, I'm, um, point now where I want to specialize in my business. I'm getting older. I've spent the last two weeks with my back hurting, um, going to chiropractor, getting adjustments. It's getting better, but you know, I'm not getting no younger and, some of these homes are getting rougher. <laughs> so, um, personally, I love building decks, working outside, building decks, 
um, patio covers, pergolas. Um, haven't done too many gazebos. Ah, you know, they look complicated. The roof of those look complicated to me. But I want to get in more of that. Now, I'm going to maybe look into specializing in that. So um, I'm uh, I'm having a taking a little time off here. I just finished a rental uh, remodel. Uh, some of y'all have been following me on YouTube, seeing the mobile home uh, that I've been renovating. Uh, that didn't end as well as I'd like. Um, Long story short, when I started that, I sat down with the family and told them that I would not take any on new customers, but that if any of my uh, normal customers called with something, I would have to back out or take a day or whatever off and, and go fix theirs. I said, you know, I'm not going to put my um, bread and butter, you know, th out the, throw my bread and butter in the trash. I ain't going to break my plate over this. Because I was doing it kind of as a favor. I gave them a very reasonable rate. Should have never gave them that cheaper rate. But I liked, the, I liked my neighbor. And it was her dad moving in. And I was trying to be nice. And sometimes I don't believe that no good deed goes unpunished. But sometimes I wonder. <laughs> uh, long story short, we came down. He, he, he wouldn't listen to nothing. Back in February, I um, I told him that we need to lay out the kitchen so he can order the cabinets and countertop. Well, I really, and he had a drawing of what he wanted. Well, uh, let's wait. Let's wait because I'm not real sure why I want everything right now. I said, the later we wait, the more problems we're going to run. I said, because it takes, it can take up to two, uh, two months to get cabinets. Well, I'll just find somebody's got some in stock that I like. I said, well, most of those are floor models, and they don't sell the floor models. Well, long story short, we come down to the end. He waits to the last minute to try to get cabinets. How long does it take? 46 weeks. And then this Sutherland sent these cabinets, and they must have sent everything they had in the warehouse. I, could, I ain't joking. We had four or five or six cabinets too many. I said, did they actually come out measuring? Because, yeah, they come out measuring. What the heck did they measure? Because we got 36-inch cabinets that are supposed to go over the range, over a 30-inch range. What are we supposed to do about three inches on each side? Well, no, wait a minute. Here's the 30-inch cabinet that goes over the range. Why did they send a 36-inch cabinet? We don't know. Then it was stuff like that. Bunch of 12s, some 18s. It made no sense. Well, so the countertop came in wrong. Totally wrong. I said, did they come out and measure it? Yes, when they come up the cabinets. I said, oh, what in the world they measured? Well, then he didn't tell them that his cabinets needed 45, even though they had come out and measured. So anyway, we come down to the end of the, the mobile home renovation, and he was wanting me, uh, I had been working on this uh, rental remodel for, for one of my regular investors, and he was trying to get me put her off for a week. I said, we've already got renters waiting. I said, plus, we still haven't got all the, the countertop in. I said, it makes no sense me put her off and say her in twiddle thumbs waiting on uh, countertops. I was doing little piddly stuff around there like, you know, um, um, closet rods and stuff 
stuff like that, just piddly stuff. Uh, and uh, you know, so he got all mad. He goes, "Well, do I have to? Do I have to go hire somebody else to finish this?" And one thing you don't do with me is is threaten me, um, because I don't care. And and I was respectful. I said, "Well, you know what? It'd probably be a good idea." I said, "Besides that eight foot section of countertop, I probably cannot lift and, and place by myself." I said, I will need some help. And I said, you can't, well, I, I can find somebody to help you. I said, no, if you can find somebody who can uh, install that countertop, I said, go for it. I said, that'd probably be your quickest way to get that, when it arrives, because it still hadn't arrived. Yet. So I never heard from him again. And I see, you know, he still got people down there working, trying to, you know, piece together this and that and something else. And I'm like, well, so anyway, that just goes to show you always, you know, get your expectations in writing. Uh, anyway, I rambled on long enough, guys. Uh, hey, uh, I'm not sure how you contact me through this. This is my first one, but you, you do know my uh, uh, YouTube channel, Blue Collar DIY. Um, if you've got questions or you've got ideas for upcoming podcasts, let me know. Uh, I kind of enjoy this. I mean, I'm actually sitting home, my daughter's uh, with my ex uh, tonight, so um, I don't really have nothing going on. I'm just sitting here kind of rambling off on the top of my head, and um, this is all about y'all, so, so let me know questions about marketing, um, getting started, questions about jobs and stuff like that. Just let me know. And so, hey, Donald, don't forget to check out my blog. I'm trying to do better, bluecollardiy.com. Um, check out my Instagram, bluecollardiy, Twitter. Um, not much on LinkedIn. I've never really had that great success LinkedIn. I don't think I have a LinkedIn account. I don't know. I might. Check my YouTube. I have all my social media on YouTube. So, anyway, I appreciate y'all watching. I'll try to get better. They, you know, a couple things I read on creating podcasts, they said all your podcasts begin with will suck. And I'm doing this on my phone. I don't have no fancy microphone or anything else. So I'm just sitting here late night, just done. I had my street tacos, got my uh, spinal adjustment earlier this afternoon. So I'm trying to got the heating pad on my back and, um, just thought I'd start a podcast. And um, so anyway, hey, it's y'all's podcast. Tell me what you want to hear, stuff to talk about. Um, eventually, I'll probably do some Facebook Live or YouTube Lives where you can uh, answer questions or ask questions and stuff like that. So, hey, Donald, bluecollardiy.com. I appreciate y'all. And uh, please support this podcast and my other stuff. So anyway. We'll talk to you later. I'm out of here.